1: Closely associated with Essence, and she's been closely associated with the things I do in motivating young people to be successful in. One program in particular, the Disney Dreamers. I've seen this young lady go on stage, tap her on the show to go, go do your thing, Mickey, and she just goes up there. She goes up there and just talks and motivates you and, and articulates the values of success that young people and adults need to hear on a regular basis. She's the country's leading authority on inner and outer beauty for women of color. With more than 30 years of experience in media, Taylor is editor-at-large for Essence Magazine and president of Satin Doll Production, a strategic branding, consulting, and communications company. Critically acclaimed, Commander-in-Chief. She is on the show today to talk about her new book, Editor-in-Chief. Please welcome to Money-Making Conversations, Mickey Taylor.
2: Hi there, Rashawn. I'm so honored to be
1: with you today. If I get these words right, I can get you on a lot faster. I know that right. (laughs) The little words messing me up today. I can't go. You can't even say C-H-I-C. Come on, man. You can't get that out right. I'm <laughs> gonna do it with one of the most articulate people I know. That's what got me nervous, you know. My old country's Houston, Texas accent. I got I'm talking slowing down when I'm supposed to speed up, and all that good stuff. How you doing, Mickey Taylor? How you doing?
2: Oh, I'm doing just fine. How about you? And congratulations. Let me say that before I say anything. Congratulations on the show. This is so necessary and. You know, I'm looking forward to just listening in because this is a necessary conversation from a necessary authority.
1: Well, I appreciate that, but I want you to do more talking than listening because the reason I mentioned the fact that I'm on HBCU campuses. I'm on Howard University campus with my series XM, and that was a plan of action when I sat down because I sat down with my— my peers, they go, and my and my team and the, in the you know, sponsors, and they go, who are you talking to, Rashawn? Who are you going to talk to? I said, I want to talk to millennials, 18 to 34, and I want to be the voice of uh, HBCU campuses. They go, hmm, that's why. I said, because they need information, and they need it from an authority. And so I've, I've been fortunate to get individuals like you who are authority, who an authority, who are able to tell people, what is your, your first break? Before we even get into the book, that you, that you, that I've read, and I, like we were talking so much before the interview, I was I need to just stop, shut up talking and start this interview. <laughs> we, we, could you, I've seen you at Disney Dreamers, and now these people that you've talked to at Disney Dreamers are now in colleges, not just HBCU campus, but in colleges in general. But because I am prominently on HBCU campus, and you are, not, you are the authority, inner and outer beauty for women of color, talk to me.
2: You know, Rashawn, what I feel is so critical, particularly for this age group, is for them to realize that they must be strategic in their lives. Uh, quite frankly, the ability to master life and all that you're destined to be is inextricably bound to how rich you are when it comes to the inner me. And I really want to see them make that investment, that internal investment in themselves, you know, so that they can lead fearless, and inspired lives. They are creating a new script. It is resting upon their shoulders to do so. And they need to be informed. They need to really map out the destiny and the road that they want to take. Uh, One of the other things I say in the book that I think is so essential is that you need a celebration circle. Each of them needs to have those strategic groups a group of people around them because your greatness was not designed to operate in isolation so it's one thing to have a dream, it's one thing to have a vision but what's critical, particularly for millennials, because they are living in this high touch age, but what it has fostered in them is that they become a low-touch community. Mm -hmm. They really don't connect well with others, you know, certainly not on the level that they need to as they pursue their dreams and goals. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I am recommending is that each of them... Uh, surround themselves with what I call a celebration circle. That's a team of ride or die folks who are in your (laughs) corner, who know you, who Mm -hmm. want to see you win and who will be with you in the great seasons and in the valley, if you will. You know, we all face adversity. We all face challenge, but you need, around you who see you for the truth of who you are, who want to help you win, who help you stay to come back on those days when you don't believe in yourself or when things have gone differently than you expected. And uh, that's important because, again, your greatness was not designed to operate in isolation. So that's one of the things I'm recommending, particularly to millennials, because I find that they are not connected. They network, but they are not connected, and they certainly don't have that uh, group or circle of people around them uh, to help them get from point A to point Z.
1: Now when you wrote this book how, how could they connect with your book? What what values do you are you delivering in your book that will be essential? Because all they have that entrepreneur mentality and you're talking about inner beauty and outer beauty which is really you know understanding yourself and they exhibit a professional lifestyle to be successful. That's all you're really talking about. So right. how does it connect?
2: So First of all i really believe that opportunity favors the prepared mind and so that mm-hmm. means that no matter what age you are really you have to do the critical work and that begins within and so the first thing uh, that i talk about that chapter one to me is a goldmine chapter mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it asks you to know your value right Your value. You know, so often we're shopping the so-called greener grasses on the other side. So much of the way we live is programmed and in sync with the ways of others. And we never get still to know what's on our heart or what we were created to do. You know, oftentimes even opportunity, particularly when you're young, opportunity passes potential goodbye in that you know, you get the opportunity to get this great job and the six-figure paycheck. But was that what you were created to do? What is that thing that you do so well? Because that is what was divinely given to you to create your empire. So the first thing, you have to know your value. Understand your divine assignment, your purpose, uh, because your life should demonstrate that you know who you are and your every move should be in sync with that. One of the other things that I say is treasure your vision space. Mm -hmm. You know, that's your mind. That's your command central. And if you're going to be strategic about your life, you really have to treasure what goes in, the information that you absorb, the people around you who influence you for the good, the bad, or the ugly, if you will, and really uh, uh, recognize that this is your sacred territory. So you've got to honor yourself from that place. You've got to know yourself because that is uh, the space of which your actions are directed. So that's another thing that uh, I say to, uh, particularly to millennials, because they are moving fast. They are moving faster than any generation probably before them. And when you move at a pace that doesn't allow you to slow down and touch base, you're bound to miss some things along the way. You're you're bound to, to latch on to any opportunity, if you will. But when you're clear about who you are and what you bring to the table, you don't, batch onto any opportunity. In fact, you don't even wait for opportunity to find you. You create it. So these are some of the real connecting points. Um, Certainly, I tell them that, you know, you need to master your purpose with distinction. Right. Not
1: just. What do you uh, mean when you say that? What do you mean when you say that? Master your purpose with distinction.
2: What is your unique value proposition? What Mm -hmm. do you bring to the table and bring it in such a way that no one else can do it like you when you when you step up to the plate to play ball? So you really have to walk, work on that. You have to polish that. You have to perfect it. Get what you need so that it is a goal mine experience. You know, people should, uh, you should not only dream but and, and, and uh, set out to achieve, but you should visualize how it's going to serve people, who it's going to serve, what's going to be so different about what you bring to the table that no one can take their eyes off of you and that you, in fact, become a destination brand. Because we're all brands, even those of us who work for companies, you know, millennials, many of them are. Mm-hmm. I talk to them all the time at advertising agencies mm-hmm. and corporate situations. Well, you don't only want to make sure that brand them is growing, how is brand you growing? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. How
2: is, how is brand you, and what are you polishing about brand you, and how are you setting up your next territory, not just increasing their territory?
1: And that's important. I just want to let you know that uh, when I was reading the book, um, we're going to be ready to go to the next break, and I'm going to set it up, the, uh, the Mickey-isms. And mm-hmm. one of the Mickeyisms that really affected me, and I thought hit home with me, and I'm going to read it, and we're going to discuss it in the next break. You need to learn how to lovingly accept compliments, because folks are, all, are really bragging on God, your, or your architect, when they compliment you. That is something mm-hmm. that um, when I was working with Steve and building his career and doing all these amazing things, people will compliment me. And it's not now until I, I, you know, I developed Money Making Conversations, I really understood what my role and my success because of mm-hmm. the fact that I was just head down and just grinding. You saw me, you know, I was yeah, just out there. Yeah, yeah. And so when we come back, I want you to, We're going to, we're that's going to be our topic about accepting and acknowledging who you are so you can get your blessings the right way. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations. She's the best. Mickey Taylor. Got me motivated. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. I have on the phone uh, an incredible lady that's impacted, been in my life a long time, um, because she's always out there at the, uh, she's a warrior, a warrior for um, change, a warrior to let you know that you can be successful. Her name's Mickey Taylor. And before we left, I brought up something from her book, her new book, that we're discussing um, about her Mickeyisms that she has throughout the book. That was the first thing that really caught my attention because you do talk a certain way, Mickey. You know that. And if this is, so, so, so have a book with your little, your little eloquent statements that you just kind of like off the cuff say. People go, "You should put that on a T-shirt." I know you heard that many times. <laughs> and to, yes. have, to put it on a book and one that really affected me. And that's what I'm to let everybody know is that I have a young daughter, and this book is she's she's twenty years old, and uh, she's started college, and she was a tennis pro, and she shattered her knee, and now she's getting her life together as a college student, and this book is one of these books that young people should use and adult people use, and even a guy like me was affected by it, by Mickeyism, okay? And the one was, you need to learn how to lovingly accept compliments because folks are really bragging on God, your architect, when they compliment you. And that was something I never, and my wife used to always get on me about that. She'd always go, I go, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Everybody know what I do, don't worry about it. I, I'm not going to act like, but you know, in today's society, you really do have to take credit for what you do, and you have to re- realize that God gave you an opportunity to do something unique. Accept it! Yes,
2: that's exactly right. And say thank you. Own it. You know, step into it. Be, be really clear. Because, you know, God created us in a view that was pretty intentional. Right. And, you know, as I say in the book, in validating each of us, he gave us a Genesis statement, gave us a set of truths, And, you know, the one that inspires me the most is it says that you and I are unprecedented. That means that nothing like us ever was or ever will be. And so you have to not shrink back from what I call that divine itness that is you. You know, you gotta say thank you. You gotta own it. You gotta be comfortable in it. It it is validated by the creator, um, you know, the earth and that holds the seas in their places. So that is a uh, uh, greatness, and you have to let that be your. Your acceptance of that be your non-negotiable platform. Stop apologizing when people compliment you. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at women sometimes and, you know, someone will say, oh, that's a bad pair of shoes. I love those shoes. And they'll say, thank you. And they're grinning from ear to ear. (laughs) And then someone (laughs) will compliment them and they'll say, oh, well, uh, well," they start apologizing. Now, how could the shoes have more going on than you? <laughs> How could you really? say that one more time, Mickey? Say that one more time. Say it one more time. How could the shoes have more going on than you? How <laughs> could you say thank you about the shoes and then somebody creeks uh says something or uh, compliments you about your greatness and you're gonna start apologizing. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. And so that tells me that we have to be uh, stop shrinking back and be in full accept- acceptance of who god created each of us to be and for that matter we got to fire our own inner critics mm-hmm. you know we got to go inside and challenge anything that surfaces mm-hmm. in us that we've stamped ourselves with that isn't in agreement with that because you can't move forward that's a stumbling block and and so you got to you you, you got to have you got to see yourself the way your creator sees you you can't afford to look at it no no differently here. I don't believe that the Creator Oof. empowered each of us, and designed each of us for us to become disempowered by our own characteristic thoughts, by our own shyness and fear and worry about what others would think. We need to stop that. That's a that's a bad audition process at best.
1: Please. I'm, a, and, I'm a, and I'm and I'm guess what Rashawn McDonald, like, as successful as I am, I did that. I would go you tell me my suit was sharp boy, boy I was like "Woo!" I I put, I put a little dance on you know yeah the shoes <laughs> the tie you know the uh-huh. the vest but you and you tell me man that was cold did you closed with that family feud uh you know, you know well you know you know yeah. right 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 we you know Rashawn, uh, neighborhood Awards was cold you you yeah. created that well you know uh you know Steve hosted with me you know we we good we good we good and yeah. I never stepped out there, and I and so I totally agree with you. And I I want to put myself out there personally because to let mm-hmm. people know that even levels of success, people like me who people deem as okay, he's outward, he's 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 confident, he's outspoken, have have a coward when it comes to accepting responsibility for the paths I've created and the deals I made. That's right. I get that has to stop. That has to stop. Especially in African American yes. community, especially in African American. Yes, community.
2: yes, and I, I mean, you know, on on a course, divine assignment created to do this. Thank you. Two words. Thank you. Stop. We don't want to be having no disclaimers about the the, the power and the gifts that we possess. No disclaimers. Thank you. And I'm going t- to tell you
1: t- t- something about this book. That's why it's important. People understand this book. This book about inner and outer. Okay, it's important that you understand that because, like I said, I had the outer down pat. You know, I walk in the room, people know who I was. I remember I went to I went to an agency in LA, big big agency in LA, and they, they were representing me. And the guy said, "Okay," he said, "We have a problem with you, Rashad. I said, "What do you mean?" He said, L-, "He said, just sit in this room." He brought in a a literary agent. He brought in a uh, a personal appearance agent. He brought in a film agent. He brought in a TV agent, and he said. Uh, he said, all these people are you. I said, huh? He said, all those people are you. He said, No, we've never seen anybody like you. That you he said, we can bring a lawyer in here too, you know. Because you do deals. Okay. And so so I didn't realize what I was doing and didn't appreciate or respect what I was doing, but the whole industry knew what I was doing. They understood right. that was a unique brand. Right. I was and, and so when when I read a book like this that tells me, okay, if you don't have your inside motivation straight you can be successful but you may not blossom to the level that you can be because you're not accepting who you are
2: that's right that's right that's exactly right that's why i had to have you on my Uh, show mickey
1: because i needed a mickeyism i needed a uh, mickeyism in my life to get rashawn right uh, 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 and they everybody read this book hbcu Howard university uh, uh, texas southern university fix university houston georgia tech Alabama University, Mickey Isms will change your life. That's what's in this book. Mickey, tell them how to find this book. Tell them how to find this book, girl.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. So so, uh, you can find it at bookstores nationwide, Barnes & Noble, you name it. You can find it on Amazon.com. You can order it direct from Simon & Schuster, but uh, again, I wrote this book because I want us to lead fearless and inspired lives. And as God would have it, it is every place we are. So I, I, I'm just so thankful, Rashawn, that you have shared this message. It is This book is about us, mm-hmm. for us, for such a time as this.
1: And you know, it's really important because, you know, as I do radio, I'm starting to be more and more honest with myself. You know, who mm-hmm. am I talking about or who are who am I talking to, in other words, I should say, because of the fact that, you know, you can get in a box and, and be surrounded by fear about yeah. oh, if I say this, how will people react? I'm going to tell you something. You won't know how they react just until you say it or you do it, but do it consistently and they will respect it. And that's, that's right. what I try to tell that's people right. all the time. Be respectful and be re- consistent and people will rise up to what you're trying they to will. communicate on a regular basis. And that's all you're doing in this book. In, in this yeah. book. And I, I, I want to let you know that... Um, you you special, Mickey, and uh, oh, uh, this going to go on podcast. I'm going to get a banner from your book company to put it on my social media. I just wanted to talk to you again. And I get a dose of Mickeyism, and I want to have an honest <laughs> conversation that you affected my life, Rashawn McDonald, oh, and don't stop God, affecting a lot you. of Rashawn so, McDonald's yeah. out there and Rashida's and uh, Caliqua's and uh, and, uh, and Sheila's out there because that's what you do. You affect people in and out. You are the authority. Women of color.